is your WWE Champion, the new Daniel Bryan. Fickle! 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 It's Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episodic adventure. It's Takamania, where the rules are made up and the points don't matter. How's it going, guys? I'm your co-host, Desmino, and got your other co-host over here there. Holiday season, Mr. Jingle Balls himself. J-Bomb. Say hello, J-Bomb. What is up, bro? Drinking beer. We're drinking beer. This is going to be one of those recordings. I, well, I it is the holiday season. It warms up your soul. So, I got two words for you, buddy. <gasps> Suck it! <laughs> Are you in the mood of Christmas yet? Well, I'm, I don't know. I mean, You're usually you know, a Scrooge around Christmas. I'm not a Scrooge. Yeah, you're kind I'm of just not one of those guys that puts his tree up mid-November like you over there and deck the halls. Bro, and, it's December and 5th. Silver balls. Is your tree up? Yeah, I know now. I know now. No, my tree is not up. It's going up this weekend. Okay. But it is not up. I have a no, uh, not before December 1st rule in my house. And Are you this Sunday, celebrating Hanukkah? No. <laughs> this Sunday, my lady's coming back from Japan after a couple weeks of being away. Oh, so I'm pretty excited. I didn't even realize. We, How's the jerk-off yeah. spin? I, I would rather not say I, I'm like still what? recovering. <laughs> How's the right arm? Is it like twice the size of the left arm right now? Uh, it's, 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 I don't know, man. I might have got a strain. I don't know, a Charlie horse there. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. Are you going to have a stroke? <laughs> I'm going to stroke. Uh, is there Christmas lights in the front of your house? No, I don't think I'm going to put Christmas lights up in the front of my house. So it takes a lot of effort, a lot of the nails. That's nails that are going up that I'm going to have to remove later. When I mean, when is the wife coming back? On Sunday at, in the afternoon. Okay, so that gives you the entire day Saturday to deck the halls with Dez's balls and make it really special when she comes home. That's my plan, my is man. It? Yeah, right. So yeah, 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 yeah. I already uh, ordered her uh, a present for Christmas as well too. Ooh. And it's coming in the mail. It's going to be here this week. So I'll be able to put the Christmas tree up, the lights, the whole shebang. And i um, basically going to cook a nice warm meal for her. I'm going to be a sweetheart. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. So yeah, I'm kind of in the holiday spirit just for that. The excitement of she's coming in back. I'm going to surprise her, get the Christmas tree, the whole thing going. I got my family coming down in a few weeks uh, that I don't usually see. Ooh. So uh, I am actually looking forward to this uh, this Christmas and see my niece too. Are, I, I don't see her very often. Are you going to ask if you can put your thick in her warm? In her warm? Are you going to put your thick in her warm? Do you have any idea what that's from? My thick and her warm. You're eh? thick and her warm. Do you know what that's from? Dude, do you watch Big no Mouth idea. on Netflix? Oh, I haven't seen the second oh season. My so if this is the second season reference. The second season is so much better than the first. Like a million times better than the first, bro. <sighs> I thought the show was alright. It's not like it's not South Park, right? It's, oh my god, it's, it's so much better. It's different because it's not so, like man. related first to First of all, pop you don't culture. watch South Park. I'm pretty sure you haven't watched it in years. Yeah, but it's not I it's different. It's it's not as centralized on pop culture, but fuck is it good, man. 
hormone monsters they're hilarious yeah it's all right i've i've seen a bit of it it's interesting i'm probably gonna watch a second season but i don't know you know i, I didn't watch south park for years i thought it was stupid i still think it obviously it is kind of stupid um potty humor but it's really clever the way it's written sometimes yeah and uh, I don't know. Actually, I, I think it's good, man. You should try it, man. It'll take you to that special place. Ooh. That blowjob place. I love that place. That's my favorite. Blowjob's my favorite. I like that episode, though, like where it's like, I'm going to teach you. Take your girlfriend to the opera or to a Broadway show. And it's like, what? And then they, the, the men start making Broadway shows about it to bring their women to. And it's all subliminal messaging. And he's like, no. He's like... It started off like, take your wife to a Broadway show. Trust me. Trust me. You'll know. You'll, you know, if you want those blowjobs, like, what are you talking about? And then he brings her to the opera and they're like, cats, meow, meow, cat, blowjob, cats, (laughs) blowjob. And he's like, huh? He's like, he's the only, the men are kind of picking up on it. And then when they, when they they leave the show, the women, women's like, Randy, I don't know what it is, but I think I want to give you a blowjob. And he's like, no way. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to apologize in advance. You're going to hear my kid in the background of this week's recording. And there's nothing I could do about it. Uh, I have a three and a half year old and he has just been absolutely horrible. Can you hear him? Yeah, he's been horrible and there's nothing we could do about it. It's nine o'clock PM and the guy's still screaming. So nothing you can do about it. Come on. There's definitely something you can do about it. No, I hit my kids. I hit my kids. But, you know, Brett screwed Brett. All right, guys, we are getting into things now. But before we get too into things, we got to plug ourselves, man. We got to stroke that ego. Make sure to follow us at underscore Talkamania. Make sure to listen to us, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to us. Make sure to check us out and tell your friends, man, because we need some friends. And ProWrestlingTees.com. What a perfect gift for Christmas. Pick up some Talkamania merch, guys. It is. And uh, we also have a partnership running right now with uh, Wrestling Manager, and I'm pulling it up as we speak because I'm always so unprepared for this. And I, I got actually, you know what? I want to share something. This is something that I've been thinking of for a really long time, and I don't know if anybody else thinks about it when they write it. But when you write the word wrestle, do you in your mind say wrestle? Wrestle? It's wrestle. I don't say it in my mind, but when I'm Trying to remember how to spell yeah. it, I guess I say I'm it like that way. wrestle. Okay, so World Wrestling Manager at WW Manager Game. It's an app, it's available on Google Play, Apple Store. Check it out. We're running a partnership with them right now. If you're into, you know, cell games, what's the mobile app games? What's the proper word, Des? Jesus Christ, stop talking. Guys, check it out. It's pretty cool, man. You get to create wrestlers, create stables, have them train, build them up. It's really, really cool. Uh, if you guys like that kind of thing, simulators and... I don't know, man. I just think it's cool. And, and it, they're constantly updating it. They're making it fresh. They're making it new. They're wrestling fans themselves, guys. So, again, they like positive feedback. Anything that you want to basically say. And they take that to, to account. I, I've seen some of the feedback they've been receiving. And uh, these guys are they're, they're great. So, check it out. And you won't be disappointed. Okay. so And if you are, then I don't really care. You know, <laughs> For the record, I am never plugging them again. Des, you are plugging them every time. I've stumbled through it the last two times. Because, I'll be honest, I have trouble writing the word wrestle. 
And whenever I try to look him up on Twitter, you're special. I'm, yeah, you're I'm special. special. Yeah, that. I have a hard time. So my apologies to them. But yes, like Des mentioned, it's a very fun app. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, and definitely you can be your check own it out. Man. I'm definitely interested to see where this goes. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the best uh, wrestling stable there is out there. I'm going to challenge you guys out there. Come on. All right, Des. Um, Des. Des. You got to tell the listeners what happened today. Well, I got some news for you, folks. Takamania, we had some news last couple weeks breaking that we're going to WrestleMania 35 in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. MetLife. But now we got some bonus news. Do you like bonus news? I like bonus news. Boners. I'm a fan of it. Takamania is going to NXT TakeOver. Dude, I am so freaking excited. We went nuts at 10 a.m. this morning. I said, fuck work. Des was working from home. We got on the telephone. We were all like, hello. And we decided, uh, yeah, no, we didn't decide. We He was going after Raw. I was going after NXT. The tickets were fucking falling away. And then Des scored NXT tickets, and neither of us could get Raw tickets. But we're still going to get that happen on Friday, right? We are going forward with wishful thinking. We are going to do our best to make it happen. We want to be at the trifecta of shows. We'd love to be at the Raw after WrestleMania. Believe it or not, the tickets are more expensive than the actual event of WrestleMania. Crazy. Uh, but we're still trying to go and maybe get some tickets through the public sale or another hookup if we got it. Uh, and if not, well, maybe we'll figure something else out. Maybe we'll have a viewing party with some listeners and some other podcasts. Um, we'll see. But either way, we're hitting up New York. We're hitting up Jersey. And, uh, man, NXT, I'm really excited for NXT, man. Maybe more. Not. It's, it's going to be a different beast, and it's going to be special. And, man, every single NXT takeover, they deliver and bring it to a new level. WrestleMania 35, I, I can only imagine it's going to be off the charts. Um, we're in Section uh, 12. Section 12. So we got decent tickets. Um, if you're going to be at NXT, hit us up. Like I said, if you hit us up and you see us and you tell us I'm a talking maniac, you're getting a free T-shirt. Hell yeah! Um, and if you do have raw tickets that you are in the market of selling, let us know. Help a brother out. And, and not like for like a 300 percent profit. Uh, yeah, no, you can you know. Suck it. <laughs> That's what you're after, but ah, okay. So before we get into some other topics, I want to talk about this lovely man of ours. He follows us. He is a talking maniac. I'm talking about Jason Broadwell, man. Check this guy out. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Jason Broadwell. Pretty straightforward. Pretty easy. Awesome guy. Talks with us every week and uh, shows his love to us, and we want to show his our love to him. So, hey, buddy, how's it going? Yeah, Jason, you're perfect. <laughs> You want to talk Red Dead Revolver? God, I'm horrible. Eh? <laughs> oh my God. I think you failed everything you do on this show. Eh? You know, beer. Red Dead Revolver. Beer, yes. What is it? Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay, Red Dead Redemption 2. Where are you at right now? Uh, do I want to tell you? Because you're probably going to cry after. I think I'm further than you. Are you really? I put in some I put in some effort. I've, I've gone. If you know what I'm talking about, I've gone and I've come back. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, that was really neat. That was cool. I didn't yeah, I thought like that was it. I cool. didn't like it. 
I thought it was neat because you're kind of like, you know, you're all forced to, well, fuck it, man. I don't care if people, I'm spoiling for people. Yeah, Guys, spoiler, turn it spoiler. off right now. Yeah. We're going to be talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. So, yeah, you basically get taken prisoner, part of a chain gang, and you got to try to escape and make your way out. I thought it was pretty cool. But it was cool. the longest lo- mission ever. Like, I couldn't stop. It was like forever. Yeah, I know. It's also bad to throw that in once in a while. I mean, like, there's a main story. It missions, was such right? a lame ripoff, though, of what? what's the game? Far Cry. It was so Far Cry-ish. Hmm, yeah, I guess so. But what, every time somebody gets, gets washed up on an island, it's going to be Far Cry now? No, the fact that it was like you're, you're kind of like fucked up from drugs and you're kind of fucked up from this and fucked up from that. Like you're always you got like some pirates and stuff. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little far. Cry. It was okay. I was just happy to get back on land. Like I was, I was happy to get back home. And and then after that, the story is just fucking fantastic. Like it picks oh, I, up. I, I thought it was pretty cool how like, you know, you, you kind of wash up on the shore, you're panting, you're really tired, you can barely walk around and then you find your friend and you're all happy to see each other again. And like, it was kind of very dramatic. I kind of like yeah. that aspect. Um, I probably am a little bit more further than you. I don't know where you're at now. Well, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> the best part about that whole going to Cuba thing was when you get back and you have to ro- uh, ride back and, and the music, that song that plays. Mm, yeah, that I was just great. sat back yeah. and it was like, "This yeah. is this is video game, um, like masterpiece right there." And the story itself, but depending on how far you are, I mean, I don't know what you're doing now and how Arthur's well being is. Lost, I guess I've lost, I've lost some friends. You've lost some friends. Lost okay, some how's friends. Arthur doing? Arthur seems to be. I'm Arthur, right? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Arthur seems to be doing pretty good. Um, Josea, not so much. Lenny, not so much. Um, uh, I'm at. Uh, oh, I'm a little bit sick. I'm a little bit sick. I ab- okay. I hit. I hit my minimum weight. <laughs> I definitely hit my minimum weight. <laughs> I was like walking around. I'm like, dude, my guy looks like he has fucking AIDS. <laughs> yeah, but you ever eat? I mean, like it's very rare. To, well, I guess when you want to bring your health up a little bit, but Yo, you know, you're like, supposed to go back to your camp and and have that stew every time no, you go back. No. But I never remembered. No, to. you googled it too because I hit minimum weight. No, like, like, I, I, I just, googled it. And I'm like, they're like, go eat the stew at the camp every time you go to the camp. I'm like. Motherfucker, I don't have time to eat stew with the camp. You know how long it takes to eat stew with the camp? Like, I just. It doesn't take that long. He scarfed it down, man. I was like. No, but you're like. And then you drink the coffee. You walk around drinking the coffee. You drink the coffee. It's like, yo, I just want to fuck bitches. <laughs> like, really. <laughs> what you can't do. <laughs> I know. I've tried. Like, I think she jerks you off when you get a shower, though. Like, when you get a bath. Yeah, well, I think that's the closest they can do their yeah. Easter egg. It's like. Bloop, bloop, bloop. I make sure that when I'm washing myself, I start with, like, my arms and shoulders before she comes in, and then she has to do my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder reaching below the equator, man. Come on. I know. I'm like, yo, this is the guy, same guys who made GTA. Like, or eat, or eat, or eat. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But uh, so you did you do the um, you haven't broken uh, Marston out yet, right? Have I been John yet? Now, have you broken him out of the yes, jail I that broke he's him in? Out of jail, yeah. Okay, so you did the hot air balloon? I did the hot air balloon. Wasn't that awesome? Wasn't it beautiful? It's really cool. I really hope that you're able to get those at some point during free roam or something. Honestly, dude, GTA Five was so glorious, the way that you can fly around. Like I remember <clears throat> I was in Jamaica with Josh, our friend. We have a mutual friend. And GTA just came out, and I was like, oh, I just want to go home and fly around. Like I feel like when I get home, I'm just going to take a nice hour-long stroll in the sky because that was beautiful. Red Dead Revolver is nice. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption is nice, but it's kind of a lot of the same thing. You know what I mean? 
Well, you have to understand, right? It's kind of... Back then, they didn't have jets. No. I mean, the scenery. Like, I'm hoping that eventually, because I haven't really explored the south. Have you gone up into the mountains? The oh, mountains man. No, are it's, beautiful. It's, it's, it's really nice. There's even places up north with those geysers and stuff. Far Cry 3 uh, is still my favorite scenic game. It's still my favorite. I remember you were like, check it out. I, I checked it out. And the waterfalls, drugs, tits. It was fucking awesome. I remember just like walking around and be like, it's all you need in life, man. Come on. I know. Waterfalls and tits and drugs. <laughs> there you go. All right. Should we talk about wrestling? Um, yeah, I think we should probably get to that at some point. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. So we had Raw. We had SmackDown. We are a week away from the go-home show for TLC. And I know last week we really tried to be positive, and there was some decent stuff. You could hear my voice going higher and higher here. No, but um, <laughs> Raw was all right. All right, I guess. I actually was, I think, the worst rated Raw in modern history. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even history. Oh uh, I, just, I just don't want to misquote. There are some things that I really enjoyed about it. Um, I liked everything with Drew McIntyre. I feel like they finally addressed Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, which is okay. I think we saw a Dolph Ziggler heel uh, face turn, and I much prefer Dolph as a face. So, I, you know, it's kind of neat how they did the whole, you know, Ziggler coming out and kind of confronting him. It's not how I envisioned them breaking up. Me neither. I guess I kind of like, you know, done the whole typical, it's Shawn Michaels and Diesel. And everyone, you know, they kind of tried to make him that way. So, I kind of started to believe it that way. Me too. And I kind of wanted to be like, you know, Ziggler turning on Drew. No, you know, no, Maybe no. super kicking him or maybe something, you know. But no. no Diesel uh, needed to be held. Diesel. Drew needed to be holding somebody to get super kicked. And the guy moves out of the way, and he super kicks Diesel, and he kind of shrugs it off. And then Diesel gets pissed that he kind of shrugged it off. That would be yeah. the way. But do they want to do the exact same thing again, right? So Fucking I kind of not? also get that. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to make them be the same, so why not go for it? So for him to kind of come out and just kind of, I don't know, Drew just kind of break up with him in front of everybody. It could have been better, I would say, but, you know, cool. Now these guys are going to go into a feud with each other. I wish it was over the IC title eh. when, it, when it was kind of around the waist of Ziggler. Um, the match itself I thought was really good. It was really long. They've been having these long. long matches on Raw, uh, but I liked it. I liked the finish. Um, you know, I'm a huge Drew McIntyre fan, and I know, obviously, I might appear to come off salty if he loses. Um, you he know, it's going to happen at some <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's gonna come. It's gonna happen at some point, and I'm okay with it being Ziggler. I think it was so, a, a good way to do it. It was a good way to get his first loss. I think so too. I mean, they're trying to build up the whole Balor and Drew McIntyre feud, so it's kind of like, well, how do we really make people believe this feud? Well, let's have him be involved and cost him his first match, and, and we also give Ziggler a rub by giving him the first win over Drew McIntyre uh, with the super kick. And um, yeah, I mean, the match is okay, and then we saw a lot of aggression out of. Drew McIntyre, basically, well, during the match with Ziggler, he took it to him. But then even after in the promo, then attacking Balor. So I'm interested to see this matchup. I definitely assume that uh, McIntyre will defeat Balor. Yes. Um, and, and you know what? Like, I like Balor. You know, I, I think he's exciting. I can get why people like him. But I just find he's one of those wrestlers is that when he wrestles, it's kind of just rinse and repeat. It's, it, so it's He's another guy who's... Uh, a victim to the WWE formula because like 
Balor versus Drew Mack might be my most looked forward to match on TLC apart from Becky. Because I think that yeah, they're going to deliver. If he's able to do what he wants to do. I just think there's going to be a lot of false finishes. I think it's going to be <clears throat> like if anybody's going to bring Balor back to the front, back to the top, it's going to be Drew McIntyre. I think Drew's going to ultimately go over. Um, I find it weird that he's f- still facing Balor at TLC and they and they did the Ziggler-Drew breakup and, it, and they're not fighting at TLC. I find that a little bit odd, but... I hope Ziggler doesn't come out and we get a true Balor Drew McIntyre match and it's like one for, you know, NXT style. Maybe. And I'm just trying to think now that you mentioned that. Like now we have the match with Balor and McIntyre coming up at TLC. Is Ziggler going to maybe cost him that match at TLC? I hope because not. what? Because it looks like they're going to have, is that it of their feud? They're just going to have that one match on Raw? I, but he said, also said Ziggler's an enemy now. Yeah. I mean, I look at it like he'll. If I was booking, I'd say give Drew and Balor a sweet match, build the shit out of the both of them, and then Drew can move on to Ziggler and Balor can move on to, you know, being buried again. But <laughs> I want to see Drew and Ziggler in the few. I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I just don't see Drew and Balor, like, having a good storyline. I think they're going to have a really good match, though. I think they're going to have a really good match. But in WWE, I, I don't see them having a good feud. Well, that's it. They have the potential. If it was NXT, I would say absolutely. Yeah. But I expect, you know, Bow to come out, do his entrance, some sling blades. He'll dive and do a jump over the top rope. You know, he'll do his, he'll try to do his coup de gras miss or something and then get Claymore. Yeah, you he's going to coup de gras roll, much, get Claymore. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. Something like that. But um, Claymore is such a sweet move, though. Yeah, it can and be. And Bow is going to take it well. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, gonna I mean, take that duck. <laughs> Ziggler too. Ziggler takes it really well. Ziggler takes it um, really well. No, he, yeah, well, that's it. I'm just assuming. Yeah. Um, but now that they had that match on Raw, that was kind of they left everything out there on the table. You know, if they have a feud going forward, you know, where do they really go from here? That's just a true. bunch of matches like this. What's left, right? So, right. What's left? It's a tough one to book. I don't know where the WWE is going. Like we were just talking about this before we started recording. We just bought tickets to WrestleMania. We got tickets to NXT. We didn't get tickets to Raw, and we're kind of not that upset about it. But, like, where are they going? How are they going to tie this in? Because Survivor Series is over. Royal Rumble's next. We have, what, TLC, maybe one other pay-per-view, and then it's Rumble? What the fuck's going on? Uh, I'm just looking forward to Rumble. Because that's kind of where things start taking off. I mean, I'm trying to look at where they're kind of placing things. I think to some degree... They're not exactly certain well, themselves. The injuries can't help, right? The injuries cannot help. Like Alexa Bliss is is is, you know, hurt, not hurt, whatever. Who else we got? We got Braun Strowman, who's fucked up. Well, here you know, just just to talk about those two, right? So we have Alexa Bliss. Now she is the, I guess, the GM of the women's division, sure. which is only really revolving around Ronda and Nia. There's not much what else is going she, on. Man? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, she's involved in the segment with Sasha and Bailey and all that stuff, but, like, they're really not a big part of it, no. so, but I will say, Alexa is doing a decent job, uh, she's, you know, she's definitely okay in the mic, she's comfortable, she plays kind of, I don't know, I think she might be just trolling or pretending, but she's on that fine line of, you know, actually standing up for what's right, too, you know, how she's banning her friends, or... Yeah, that was awkward, you know, she, that was weird, not awkward, but just confusing, I'm like, really? 
But she also might just play, be playing that off that, you know, to trick Bailey and trick Sasha, you know, and try to make it look like she's being unbiased. I don't know. But she's doing an all right job. But now I'm reading that she's apparently very close to being cleared to return. Um, so I wonder how that's going to play in. Mind you, um, Balor, uh, Baron Corbin, sorry, uh, wrestles. So maybe they won't change much. Do you think Alexa Bliss could ever go face? Yeah, I think she could. I think it just she's going to still kind of be like a, a sassy mean girl, but she'll be more like, I guess, with the fans, you know, making fun of people with the fans, See, perhaps. Okay, th- this is where I'm going with this, right? We're watching the Alexa segment with Bailey and Sasha, <clears throat> and I'm sitting there going like, like it was pretty bad. Like it I wasn't know, good. I know Bailey is not great in the mic, and Sasha Banks is not that good in the mic either. It's the stuff they said after they delivered their line. Like when they, they kind of pulled the mic away and they kind of like added a little bit of like ad lib and it was just so like sixth grade skit. Well, it's almost seemed like genuine heat to some degree. Well, there was a bit of banter between Sasha and Alexa, which I will agree with you, that seemed a little bit real. But like the quote well, when ba- Bailey accidentally called um, Alicia Fox Alexa and then Alexa's like, oh, I'm right here. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, I know you are. You're basically the same person. And then I don't know. I just find like Alexa's very quick to kind of like cut them down. Yeah, Alexa's good at and, it. Like, for sure, for sure. But you saw, obviously, like, he'll, he's like, I'm in charge, all right? This woman right here, you know? So, like, he'll do what I say. Or I don't know what Alexa said exactly, but then Sasha was kind of like, oh. She's like, you know, and then she said, I forget what she said to her, but it was something, like, bitchy back. And uh, you can kind of feel like there may be some believable tension there. there seemed, but I agree. There was some believable tension, but at the end of the day, it gave me... He called, she called her boo. She called Alexa boo. I remember that. Who, Bailey did? Or like. Sasha? Uh, sorry, Sasha, Sasha called uh, Alexa Boo. She's like, you know, open your ears, Boo, or something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and she was stupid, like, yeah, but... don't worry, I know where you are. I took the tag t- uh, the title from you, or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that too. So yeah, for but sure. But it really made me realize I was like, shit. I watch a kid show. <laughs> like I'm sitting here watching a child show. And yeah, the answers weren't creative. They were kind of more silly. And they like, were silly. What superpower do you want? What superpower? You know, like, no, but even when Mickey James and uh, Alicia Fox and Dana Brooke came down, the way they came down, I was just kind of like, they were like, we're heels. You know, and like, I don't know, man. I think I got to come. I think we got to come to terms with this as fans that like it's over. It is over and it's never coming back. It is never coming back. I will not believe that it's never coming back. I do not believe that. Like, I appreciate the indies. I do. Do I love the indies the same way I love WWE? Absolutely not. I like matches from the indies. I like certain storylines from the indies. But I can't get, I can't make it like part of my lifestyle. Like, WWE is part of my lifestyle. But I have to come to terms. We all have to come to terms. We're watching a fucking kid show. We have a podcast based off of a fucking kid show. Like yeah, we're definitely kid friendly. <laughs> no, we're not kid friendly, but the subject of our show is. I think you opened the show saying that you hit your kid, so I mean, yeah, well, definitely hit, not kid friendly. Well, Opinion. He deserves it, right? Opinion, yeah, exactly. Um, but like, I don't know. That's what I got from the segment. There were moments of it that I liked. It was it was awkward at times, but. Um, yeah, we're watching a kid show, and I don't know. I just got to look at it. The only, the, only, the only snippets we got out of that is they're heavily teasing the women's tag titles, so the fact that they're yeah. talking about it Thank makes you. it seem like it's going to be a reality. Yeah. 
And uh, and then the match with Trish and Lita at WrestleMania. It seems like they're pushing for that as well, too, which I, I don't want to tag match WrestleMania. No, I don't. You know? No. I, w- I want to have Trish versus Lita me again too. at WrestleMania. Me too. You know? Yeah, me, so, too. me too. I don't know. The tag team match. Unless it's for the tag team titles, maybe. Maybe. Maybe they win the tag titles and they'll fight Trish and Lita for those tag titles. And okay, maybe that would be all right. But is Trish and Lita really going to win those titles at WrestleMania? And then what? Like maybe lose them the next night on Raw? Or? I could see Trish and Lita being the first tag team champions and then losing it at WrestleMania to Bailey and Sasha. I could see mm. that. But I will say this. It was refreshing to see Raw open with Ronda and Nia and then followed up after the first commercial with more women's division. I'll give them that. The I like when they go right into matches. Yeah, but the first and also big matches. The first be like forty Rollins. minutes were all women, which I'll, yeah, I'll look at it as a yeah, positive. It was cool. Maybe they were just gonna get it over with. Ooh, <laughs> but it ended up clo- it ended up closing out. It ended up closing out the show too. Yeah. So it goes to show you that's where they're getting a lot of their ratings, and that's where they're getting a lot of people's interest is through the women's division, and rightly so. I think they've been doing a lot. There's a lot of stars now in the women's division. Not so many stars in the men's division, actually. I mean, it's Roman true. Reigns has left, and say what you want about mm. him, it's been some of the worst ratings in a long time. You know what? I don't I don't think he's a saving grace, but I mean, he definitely helps. You know what? This one's for you, Roman. And I can't get over. Do I miss him? I do. I do. He was in he was in the um he was in one of the segments they showed. I think it was maybe the Dean Ambrose um package that they played. You mean the Bane the Bane segment? Oh god. You wanna talk about Dean Ambrose? You wanna talk about him? Okay, let's talk about okay. this whole thing. You know, what's I mean, is it doing it for you? Like do you like the whole gimmick or <clears throat> you think everybody stinks and uh like talking about Bane, right? He goes out and he wears the gas mask, but he also like if you look at the pictures of Bane when he's wearing that gas mask, he's also wearing like the exact same jacket Dean Ambrose is wearing. So basically, it's like they're not trying to hide the the fact that this is what they're going for. <laughs> the the jacket reminded me of Trevor from GTA because that was a yeah, jacket that I always yeah, wore with him. Yeah, yeah. But okay, here let's talk about Dean Ambrose for a second. <clears throat> when he came back from injury. And, and I don't remember if it was Seth Rollins that introduced him to come back out. He came out, gray jeans, muscle shirt, jacked as fuck, short hair, super deranged, no talk. And I remember we discussed it on our podcast, he needs to turn heel right away. They went a few weeks too long without him turning heel, and then he turned heel for no good reason. Never explained why he turned heel, except for the fact that he's just disgusted with the WWE Universe. What is this? This is where it comes back to a kid show. It's like all you have to do is be unhappy with the W excuse me, with the WWE universe or unhappy with your position in the company. That's it. Or feel like you don't have respect, right? It's always about respect. That's it. But his whole his whole thing is like Rollins needs to get, always get his way. Rollins always needs to have what he wants, and and you know what? I don't really like. I don't really see that. Uh, I don't. No. I don't. I've never seen that. Me so. neither. I've never seen it. Where is it? Where is it? So I don't know. And again, they're showing this week the package. They're showing him get the needle again. They like they want to show somebody getting an injection on TV for some reason. I don't get why this is such a big deal. Um, but you know, the gas mask. You know, didn't he didn't keep it on for very long? He, you could he tell he pulled a, he pulled a, an audible there because it started getting taking all it off. You mean? Up. Yeah, he was not supposed to take that off because it was all mic'd up in the back. You saw that. The mic pack was in the yeah. back. He didn't need to hold the mic to it. It started getting fogged up. I've worn one of those before for Halloween. It gets fogged up in like a second. So it, it was stupid because he's like, Houston's disgusting. I don't want to breathe in your shit. 
he pulls it off. And I'm like, uh, Dean. <laughs> I love black eyes. But like... I, I mean, like, I'm okay with him being a heel. I think it wasn't done at the right time. I just don't believe the motivation behind it. Is this the heel you like, wanted to see in Drew? No, no. Dean's that's, a, you know, no. It, 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 it's not. And then, you know, when it comes down to it, he scraps with Rollins again, gives him the dirty deeds again and again. And, like, it's kind of the same thing every yep. week, in a sense, yep. when they meet up. So... I don't know. It's just kind of. It's just like a slow stall storyline that I just kind of want to want it want it to be over with, so I can see Rollins goes goes onto something else, maybe into the title picture. You know? Have you? I'm hoping for a, a Rollins Rumble win, maybe. Have you maybe. heard of any news of our boy Roman Reigns? Uh, he did. He was at a football game a couple weeks ago, and that's the last I saw on him. He was wearing a toque. It looks like his hair might be gone, but it's not clear. Okay, so. I'm watching Raw, and I'm watching Dean Ambrose just completely throw away a great opportunity to be a sweet heel. And I'm thinking, oh my God, if Roman Reigns comes back, and Dean and Seth are still feuding, and he comes back as the voice of reason to reunite the shield, I'm going to lose it. Lose it. Like we've seen Salty Dez on the podcast. I'm going to lose it. If that is what they do with the return of Roman Reigns from all of this, like, you know, everything that's going on with them, if this is how they're going to use Dina, like, come on, guys. These are your three, three of your biggest guys in, 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 in the business. Dean Ambrose could be such a better heel. Such a better heel. It's, it's ruined. Uh-huh. It's ruined. I agree with you, and I don't think the promos have been spectacular. They haven't been terrible, but they just. I, I was kind of like, yeah, he's a heel. He can really, I don't know, I've heard him do some good mic work as a face. It just seems like a heel. They're telling him what to go out and say now. You know, that's pretty much it. I guess that's what it tra- comes boils down to. They're just like, hey, go out there and tell, say everybody stinks. No, you're but gonna that's get it. Shot, you got to wear a gas mask. It's like, dude, why can't he just go out there and be himself? I feel like as soon as he took off that gas mask and that part of the story was over, he was just delivering the same promo he would have if he was face, he was never a face that said, I love the fans and I do this for the fans. And you were my, pe-. it was always like this, this uh, chase. He was a journeyman uh, and it was always exciting to see him be that guy. And he plays that role really, 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 really well. And he's doing the same thing as a heel, except he's putting in this, like getting shots in his ass, putting on, like, it's so forced. It's so forced. That's it. That's all I got. Okay, well, we're talking about before sing, right? <laughs> I'll play with you, Becky. Well, on the topic of being a fuss, what about Rhino being forced to retire after his match with Heath Slater? The one man band. Okay, first of all, sad. Because, like, Rhino's had a sweet career. Like, that's his send-off. Like, that kind I remember of watching, like, feuds with him and Tajiri. It was Those were cool. good feuds. But he yeah. had a good good run in ECW. Yeah, he had a good run everywhere. Sure. He was a hardcore champ. It was sweet. I will say this, though. Slater is bulked up. I'm mm-hmm. wondering if Slater's like, damn. Hallway's looking great. And McIntyre. Maybe they're training together. Who knows? McIntyre's looking great. And Drew's like, he's bulking up. Gains, man. Gains. I, I still believe... And he's Slater. I mean, I got kids, so maybe that's maybe that's got to do with it. Uh, but I funny. believe he's Slater, bro. 
Well, let's see what happens with this whole referee gimmick. I think they could do some interesting things with it. Yeah. Maybe it'd be cool to have um, a match in like the next couple of weeks where it's like, you know, Drew McIntyre's going to go out there and teach a lesson to somebody, and then Jinder Mahal, yep. and then Slater has to come out and be the referee between the two of them, you know? And then he'd probably just destroy both of them, yeah. but it could be cool to see. I, I, now that Drew McIntyre is no longer with Ziggler, if you're going to pair him with somebody again, uh, you could put him with, with Jinder. I'd just be worried that's going to, you know, hurt Drew. I think so it's going to hurt be careful Mahal, too. I think Mahal needs... I, okay, I love this guy. Every time he comes on Raw, I'm skimming through it, and I'm like, ooh, Jinder Mahal? No, I'm going to watch this. I like him not as champion. I don't think he needs to hold a title. I think he's like a good little comic relief thing going on. He could be the new Elias, like the, the, the heel Elias. And did you pick up on him screwing up his lines? He was like... Brishanti. <laughs> Did it breathe? Yeah. yeah. And uh, God, Baron Corbin just sucks, eh? He's always reading like off a teleprompter. L- let me tell you this. <laughs> you know, you're going to have a match. <laughs> I'd still like better. him. Though. I don't getting, hate him. It's, I don't it's hate a little him. bit, a little bit better him. this week I was watching I him. But like there's too much Corbin. And now they have like video packages of him and stuff like in the middle of the show and stuff. Well, this is, this is, this is another point that I had. It's in my notes. Is that the WWE... Needs to get away. Like they they use it in NXT too, in, in NXT as well. Um, with the Brit, what's his name? The Blue Blood, William Regal, and like he's the GM down there. But it's subtle. You know what I mean? Why can why can't the wrestlers themselves drive the storylines? Why do they always need a point like of authority? GM. Yeah. Why do they need that? Um, factions should run the show. You know, have a faction in the back that's calling the shots. Have like, why does anybody have to call the shots? Actually, come on, man. Like, let's 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 evolve. I know it's a kid show, but let's evolve, man. Let's Maybe evolve. it's also an opportunity to put somebody there. So it's like, oh, Kurt Angle, let's have him for a while. We'll make him GM. McFoley, oh, let's have him for a while. But it's we'll it's it's purely for ratings, right? Right. And and we have the worst ratings in history of the last three weeks. Blame Baron Corbin. They should actually play it into a storyline and bring it up, and that's one of the cases against him. That's why he gets fired. Like I Did didn't you know we had the worst ratings. <laughs> Look, I don't mind authority figures. The ministry was amazing. Uh, the corporate ministry, amazing. Even Stephanie McMahon and Triple H against Daniel Bryan, circa thirty. That was dope. But this like bullshit GM, and now they're adding Alexa Bliss. Like, can you not run a division without this? Mm, I know. I get it if Alexa Bliss is gone for good. Like, she needed to take time off or had to retire. Just I, be cool, gone. Her place. Just be gone. Be gone. But I find that find with Alexa Bliss, she can at least be useful. Like in the right way, I think she could be useful Commentary? in terms of being backstage interviews, no. an ambassador, no. Titus O'Neil style. Why not? Why do you need I, to have? I think she's. I think rules? she's doing an all right job at what she's been set out to do at this point in time. Yeah, but dude, it's this, it's the same recipe. Yeah, sure. She's good at it. Not going to deny you. I'll agree with you there. She's good at it. But, dude, you're going to have a match right now. If I like, come on, come on. Well, who's going to say that then? Nobody. There's just going to be a match. Right based, now. <laughs> be, be, based on what happened last week. Why does somebody have to come out and say it? 
Well, I think that's a big thing too. It's like they need to change up some of the recipes, right? Yeah. They're doing the old, the same promos. Everyone's upset because you know the fans. They don't have respect. There's always going to be a GM. You know, there's always going to be like somebody comes out and distracts somebody and causes them a win. You know, like it's just, uh, you know, it's just the same thing week after week. It's was like, there you can a GM happen. in the golden era? No, we had who was he? Ted Turner? No, no, it wasn't Ted Turner. Who was the uh, president of the WWE back then? Do you remember his name? Well, we had, uh, I think, remember, as far as I remember, like the commissioner or the GM, I mean, Sergeant Slaughter, right? In the 90s with DX, the original DX. That's kind of when I kind of remember it first starting. Yeah, but it was still different then because they were just, they were only part of the storyline with DX. They didn't make the match for Scotty Too Hotty and Brian Christopher to fight the Hardy Boys. They didn't make that match. They, didn't, they weren't involved in every storyline going through. Nobody walked into their fake office without a desk with like posters of really shitty straight-to-DVD Shawn Michaels, yeah. <laughs> um, the Marine <laughs> 6 <laughs> movies, okay? They didn't do that. You know, there's no Kurt Angle on his cell phone 24-7. There's none of that. Oh, my God. Kurt Angle on his cell phone, man. And where is Kurt Angle? Uh, he used to be really good on the mic and so. silly and aggressive, and now he's just like... You know, like when your dad's out of touch and he can't like he's, use a controller. He's, he's so that, he's so yeah, bad. he's just like, uh, where's the mute button, Dad? Like, it's like Kurt that's, Angle, that's, you don't know how to yeah. use that phone, you fucking liar. There's no way you know how to use that phone. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I mean, I, I guess I do. I guess I guess you're a little bit of a voice of reason there. I can kind of see that. And I guess you know we're complaining about the same things week after week. So maybe they do need to switch some of this shit up. Fuck the GMs, the wrestlers that cannot wrestle anymore. We're talking about Paige, Alexa. Make them. You know, stable. Leaders. A lot of people really like Paige, though. I love Paige. I love her. Do I like her as a GM? Yes. Do I like the fact that there is a GM? No. She's doing a good job because that's what I'm used to. But she could be like running a stable. She could be managing people. She could be like. Remember, there used to be like Jim Cornette managed like ten heels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bobby the Brain Heenan managed ten heels. Mister Fuji managed ten heels. Yeah, Let's no, go. you're right. I think there there should definitely be more of that. More managers, more valets, not wrestlers that they don't have anything to do for. Like I'm with so Mickey James, contract signings, man. I just hate contract signings. Oh, yeah. Like what about the one matches? Like what about all the matches where there were no contract signings? When were the contracts signed? Like why 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 do we have to do the specific ones? Have you ever signed a contract and... in your life, Des? Have I signed a contract? Of course you have. Not on TV. Okay. <laughs> have you ever signed a contract? You 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 have a mortgage. You've signed a contract. You've taken a loan. You've signed a contract. Does it ever say, you know, the bank in big, bold letters with like four lines and then a line that's a signature? Come on. Yeah, I know. Are we, are we, come on. I know. Come on. Anyways. But we saw that again this week on, on SmackDown Live. We were just talking about Paige. Opens up with a contract signing. So we have Charlotte, Oscar, and Becky. So I will say one thing though, folks, with this with this segment. Ostaka cut a pretty decent promo for her English skills. Uh, Sorry, definitely no speak English. Definitely no speak English, but uh, definitely a lot better this week. I don't know. I thought I was pretty impressed. And it wasn't just like one thing and she put it down. Like she actually would go back and forth with somebody and, um, you know, kind of got heated with Charlotte Flair. They ended up tagging to, to together to, during that match. And Charlotte and her had the miscommunication. Asuka kind of came back aggressive. And uh, they're actually kind of playing her up a little bit more. Uh, I guess giving her a little bit more momentum. Charlotte was talking about how she beat her at WrestleMania. Asuka's like, you know, you got lucky once. 
So next week, we're actually going to have that WrestleMania rematch. So that should be pretty exciting. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this match at TLC. You know, mainly for, I guess, the fact that I want to see what Asuka can do in a TLC match. I want to see if she'll take some chair shots. I wonder if she, if she, if she can bring that at ruthless aggressiveness that she used to bring on the, I guess, the Japanese circuit too that she used to do. She used to wrestle men, man. Some of these matches were brutal. I want to see more of that out of her. I hope that she can deliver and I hope they let her. So I'm excited for that match. I'm a little bit confused as to why this week on SmackDown, Becky wasn't on commentary during the tag match. Uh, it just made sense that she should be there. She pretty much just sat sat beside the announce table. So why? Why would they not have had her speak? They don't like her accent. I'm telling you. A creative doesn't like her accent. Maybe it's how much, like, like I told you, you told me how much she breathes in. I hear it all the time now. Who cares? I, I, I don't care. I'm just saying. I would have liked to hear her Cut commentary. Well, was there much about SmackDown that was interesting? I didn't mind SmackDown. I thought it was all right, I guess you could say this week. They kind of condensed everything, uh, kind of made it, didn't spend too much time. Like on Raw, right? It's funny because people are like Baron Corbin, you know, it must suck for him because he's not wrestling and he's just being this GM. Dude, he's featured like multiple times every week Dude, on he's Raw. he's got a match with know? Braun Strowman at TLC. Yeah, it's pretty big. And I'm, I'm a little bit salty about that because they basically announced Braun Strowman being there this week and then he just wasn't there this week. So what what's up with that? Oh, like, we re- need that. Really? We need that soundbite, man. Mm-hmm. What can we I just use? don't know, man, because why would they hype that up and then he doesn't show up and maybe he's not ready to return. But, I mean, then you should have shut your mouth or just have him mm-hmm. show up in a capacity where he doesn't need to take a bump. I mean... I don't know. I just was a little bit let down. I was excited that Strowman was going to be there. I thought it would be during the Drew Appreciation segment, but it wasn't. And then he just never showed up, and they just kind of brushed it off. So that was a bit disappointing for me. Yeah. You know, it was. That's for sure. That's for sure. I mean, there are some things to be happy about, though. Rusis with Lana. Yeah, this week at least. (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. It's very weird. Like, one week she is, one week she isn't. I think it's like when they don't have something for her to do. Uh, they put her with Rusev, so she has something to do. But uh, yeah, I mean, Rusev cut a promo on Nakamura. It seems like he's going to enter the U.S. title picture, which I'm excited about. I just don't know how I feel about Rusev now because he's kind of starting to lean. Well, he's always been that face. Yeah. But it was always been kind of aggressive and mean. And, and this one was like, I don't know, he was too kind of nice and too... Two face, I would say, you know, like I know he's a face. And I know uh, everyone loves Rusev Day, but it was just too kind and too nice for me. Rusev I want to see him dead. be <clears throat> Rusev Day is dead. Uh, I hate an English poor guy, you know, like we Where were talking about is that. No, wow. we talked about this, that it was going to be really bad for him. This guy who helped put Rusev Day over and then now he's barely, you know, wrestling unless it's on live events. Live events are fun, though. Let's be honest. Live events are fun. they are they are fun, yeah. but you know I'm pretty sure he'd be he prefer to be on uh, SmackDown with Rusev. You know, have you watched any Total Divas this season? I don't think I've watched more than like 20 minutes ever of Total Divas. Oh, okay. This season's been good. Um, I would call it the season of Lana. It's been a lot of stuff with Lana and and her relationship with the WWE, and um, I watched every episode last weekend because I usually wait till it's done and. <clears throat> the season finale aired last Wednesday and it was a special episode for Natty and her dad. I haven't gotten around to watching it yet, but it made me pretty, you know, teary eyed watching the preview for it. That's sad, man. That happened out of nowhere. Oh uh, yeah, I know. It's really tough. And 
I got to give a lot of credit to Natty. She definitely is a tough girl to be able to kind of just go back on the road like that too. Yeah. You know, and, and, and make his storylines out of it, you know, but we've seen that a lot. You know, they're trying to make storylines out of it. We see with Jeff Hardy with his drinking and Samoa Joe, mm. you know, that's still kind of picking up and, and they played on that again this week. Uh, but Natty, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it must be tough. That woman, uh, even going through that table. This she took, week, that, was nice yeah, that was a nice bump. Yeah, that was a nice bump. Nice so. Bump. You know, yeah, I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll get around to watching Total Divas. It's good. Um, it's different. There's certain things about the show that are really annoying that will drive you crazy. And you'll tell me, J-Bomb, how the fuck do you watch this? You're a loser. But I love the behind the scenes stuff. I just love like when they're actually at Raw, when they're at SmackDown, when they're at pay-per-views. You kind of get this like a little bit of behind the scenes footage. You see a little bit of interaction with the wrestlers around them. Sheamus always is on there. Miz, Miz and Maurice aren't on this year, which sucked because they have their own show. But <clears throat> I don't know. I, I really enjoy the show. It's just kind of like my, my hangover cure. I dig. You dig? Cool. Now, I want to talk about my favorite match of the week. Ooh. Now, I did like Drew McIntyre, and I did like uh, Ziggler basically going one-on-one on Raw. Penis. But I think the match of the week for me was that sick triple threat match on SmackDown between Xavier Woods, Uso, and Cesaro. Uso. Give him some fucking respect. I say, I say Uso because I don't know which one's which. So I'm going to assume it's John, who's Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy's John? John's Jay. Jimmy is John. Jay is the other guy. Sure. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. But yeah, the match was really good. Uh, it was really cool to see these three mix it up. I love these tag teams. The tag team division is so good on SmackDown. It's so completely different than Raw. I, I, it's, I mean, it's amazing. The match was good. Xavier Woods is really good. He's getting a lot better in the ring. Really entertaining. It's funny because he used to be the, the weakest link, I would say, in terms of the wrestling uh, with, uh, Xa- with uh, Big would, E. Would you and, say and he's Kofi. turned a page? <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. I like it. But the match itself was fantastic. A lot of spots. Uh, I thought it was cool. Even having the the, the new day on commentary. Uh, I think Corey Graves is looking at him at one point saying, "Why is Biggie sweating so much just from talking?" <laughs> <laughs> Biggie's the shit. Uh, but yeah, the match was great. And man, Cesaro, you know his big swing. Yeah, he did an airplane swing. So what he did was he grabbed uh, Uso by the legs, started doing the airplanes and uh, the the. Um, the, the spin, but then he basically put Xavier Woods on his shoulders like he was going to give him a Death Valley driver. And so, you know when you used to do the, sp- the airplane spin on, on your shoulders? Yeah. But then you would also, like, the big the big swing that he does. So, he big swing the Uso while giving the airplane spin to Xavier at the same time, man. Well, Cesaro is, like, an anomaly. The guy's fucking uh, it's crazy. And then, right after, he doesn't even, doesn't even miss a beat, drops them both, and then grabs uh, Xavier Woods and locks him in the sharpshooter. I'm telling you, man, I don't, like... Bret Hart, obviously, and Owen Hart are the don't, man, don't, but like don't, Cesaro don't. locks it on don't, so nicely don't. and he makes it look so good. Don't. Obviously, he learned it from the Hart family. Don't. He used to tag with Tyson Kidd. Don't. But uh, no, I'm not going to say he's the best. Don't. I won't say it. I won't, I won't, <laughs> Who is the best of the sharpshooter? Well, if you fucking say you know Sting, Chris Rucker, I know you're a Sting fan if you're listening. I'm going to fucking murder you. We all know it's The Rock. Come on. Oh my God. I got to say, I got to say, Brett, Brett, Brett screwed Brett. Owen Hart was better at it. 
He did the other leg, right? He used. The he did the leg. other leg, and it just yeah. looked odd going on, and just so good when it was tied. Mm. Uh, it's cool when you like oh, cinch it in, you lock it under the arm, like Cesaro does that too, and he did it so quickly. He's yeah. uh, Cesaro got it down, man. It. Yeah, he is, and uh, the match itself was really cool. And it's funny because the best match on Raw, Drew McIntyre, Ziggler, and the best match on SmackDown. Both ended with a super kick finish. Sweet. So I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. So pretty here's cool. a question for you, Des. <clears throat> We've talked about it on millions, millions. Previous podcasts, multiple, multiple, multiple previous podcasts. Um, when is the new day going to break <laughs> up? It's going to have to be after WrestleMania. It's not happening it, soon. I know it's it's gone. Yeah. I think there was hints of it and it's gone now. They had they had a few opportunities, but no, I think if anything, it's going to be after WrestleMania where they hit the reset button. And there's no way, like, there's no way right now to predict what it could be. You know what? It could be like Superstar Shakeup, just one of them going to another show, and they're all like, "What? Oh, God, no! What? It could be oh such a good story. It could be so- triple that could threat. Be a good, that could be a good storyline though. Triple where th- they get broken, and then they do that pay per view where like they they see each other again or something. Finally, like I don't know, you know, like. I don't know. Imagine a New Day triple threat match. Yeah. Yeah, I think that could be interesting to watch. I think people would like to see that. They could even play that as faces and be like, hey, one of you is going to get an Intercontinental Championship shot, but, you know, you got to wrestle for it, and you could just do something like that. (sighs) I I, I want to see them, like, do triple threat match, winner sticks, the other two, gone. Gone where? To Raw. Uh, what if you want to go to Raw? You just like, I don't know. That's where I'd, I'd rather be on Raw. Would you? Would you really? Would you? Well, would not, you really? not, not now. <laughs> or maybe I would help the ratings. Who knows? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, if I had a choice between any of them, I'd go. <laughs> Hells yeah. I'm super excited to watch that, to go see that uh, WrestleMania weekend. What do you want to see at NXT? Who are you excited to see at NXT? Take over. <sighs> So many, so many. Uh, I obviously want to see Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane. Oh my god! Even Shayna oh Bates. my god! I forgot that she was part of it. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, so uh, I'm, I'm assuming she'll probably have a pretty good match uh, at uh, at an NXT Takeover. Um, obviously, obviously, the undisputed era. <sighs> Shock the system. <laughs> Ricochet, that's going to be pretty exciting to see. Mm, I don't, I'm, like he's well he's, for the spots, for, yeah, the spots, for the spots. I think it'll be exciting. Yeah, for the spots. I, I have, Alistair I have Black. a feeling. Yeah, Alistair Black, that's going to be great. I have a feeling we're going to end up seeing uh, Velveteen Dream winning the title or something cool. at WrestleMania cool. at, cool. at, at Negacy cool. Takeover, cool. just because I feel like there's going to be lots of call ups. I think we're going to see Alistair Black, maybe maybe Gargano. No, maybe. DIY is going to win the tag team championships at Takeover. Well, they're gonna win them beforehand. I mean, they're they're back together, right? So it's like we have until now until WrestleMania. I don't think it's gonna be. You no, know, they're gonna, gonna push sooner. it. They're gonna push it. Push it. We'll push see. It I mean, you know, Champ is gonna have to lose that title too. He might be fight, facing off against Velveteen Dream. Who knows? You know, I, I don't know. I think we'll see. we already saw that match though. So I think Velveteen becomes champion at Rumble. Hmm. Yeah, maybe if they prolong the feud. There's it could so be. much. Oh, dude. I know that's it, and they're always bringing in new people too. So again, these are the best people, I guess, in development. So there's just the potential is is there for any kind of Matt matchup, Riddle. and I'm super excited. Bruh, Matt Riddle. 
Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot that could happen. And you know what? <clears throat> if there is any chance, if any of the elite, any of them, or any of the New Japan guys coming to WWE, um, the fact that they moved NXT TakeOver to Friday to give ROH and, and New Japan Pro Wrestling that spotlight on Saturday... You think that's what the WWE did? Are you crazy? Well, listen, I... They did it because they didn't want to compete. No way. Vince McMahon will always compete. Madison Square Garden? Why would they give... Mm. Who cares? Why would they give the indies a spotlight like that if it wasn't for them potentially having some of those guys in that spotlight on Saturday show up on Raw on Monday? I would be really surprised uh, if that happens. I think it would be phenomenal, but I, I, I don't see that being the case. <sighs> There's so many questions. So many questions. Let's. We got. We got to do. We gotta, little. I think also at the same time they didn't want to put NXT on Saturday because you know, last year people were like, "Oh my god, NXT is so good," and WrestleMania is like, "Oh yeah, it was okay, but NXT was the best." So Motherfucker, you that. you gonna not forget about NXT Takeover on Friday till Sunday? I won't. That's for sure. I just, you know what? No matter how good NXT is. No matter how good NXT is, the fact that me and you are going to be at WrestleMania with our wives, sitting there, we're going to share some looks where we're just going to go, dude, this is it. Like, mm-hmm. we're here. We got, we specifically chose the section we, we chose to have a view of the whole entire arena, the entire Titantron the entire spectacle in, in a perfect view. Just soak it all up. We're going to soak it up, man. I'm really, really excited. Going to do some soaking. Going to do some soaking. Yeah. All right. So before we end this week's episodic adventure, we want to talk about one more thing. Obviously, it's the big kind of hot topic um, of what's going on on SmackDown. The WWE title, uh, Daniel Bryan. He's our champion, guys. And he is the new Daniel Bryan because the old Daniel Bryan, well, he's dead. He died. He died a little bit, a little while ago and. Sad, but that's what we're with now. The new Daniel Bryan. Um, definitely hard for me to buy into him being a heel because he was such a nice guy. Um, and I always have a hard time every week kind of watching him. And I have to watch it back. And then when I watch it back, I'm always like, okay. Because like I don't enjoy his... Okay. His, I don't enjoy his promos. I'm kind of like, I don't really get this. Like I don't understand why he's angry. And then people were like, it was the amazing promo. It was so good. One of his best. And I'm like, are you crazy? And then I go back and listen to it. And I'm like, you know what? It was actually very good. And he gives a lot of emotion. And he's aggressive. And But, you know, I, it's hard to believe. You know, he's basically making his whole, I guess, argument or his whole, he's angry because all of us are ruining the environment with our plastic water bottles and our emissions and, you know, all the things that we do to... You know, for global warming and the ozone layer, it's kind of like, really, man? Like, you're making... You know, I'm kind of like, okay, it's interesting. He's trying to promote a healthy environment while being a heel, but it's still Daniel Bryan, right? Mm. And uh, I don't know. Like, he's being kind of mysterious and a bit of an enigma, and you don't know if he's going to get get, get together with The Miz, but then he isn't, but then he is, and it's... I don't know. It's interesting. It's really just still hard for me to buy him as a heel, but I'm slowly starting to get interested in what he has to say. And, you know, I was kind of thinking, how is this guy really going to be a heel? Is he going to be able to be mean? Is he going to be able to be nasty? And, man, after SmackDown went off the air, there was a dark match. And during this dark match, 
there was a kid in the audience, and it was his birthday, and there was a sign, and Daniel Bryan noticed it. And it was, well, J-Bomb, why don't you just let the, the, the talk of maniacs hear it? Dude, that was hilarious. I saw that today. I laughed my ass off. It's funny because the fans laugh and immediately start booing after. Like, ah, no, wait, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it, man. If we can get more of that from Daniel Bryan, I, I like it. I like where he can kind of troll the fans and be a bit of a dick. If he can be a dick, I, I, I do not mind it whatsoever. So it just kind of, it, feel, it feels forced. It feels like they're like, we're yeah. turning him heel. But, you know... I guess he's like, let me try to make you believe, you know, and I'm trying my best to believe. And At least it's a different formula for a hill. I, I get, yeah, I guess that's it. It's a little bit of a different formula. It's not about respect. But, you know, at the same time, I don't know. Do I really feel like I have a WWE champion? Oh, it's, I forgot it, he was weird. champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right then because I totally forgot he was champion. Well, that's just it. It's like, I don't know. And then he's going to what? He'll probably hang on to the title for a while. And I'm just trying to think about where the road to WrestleMania is going to be taking us with Daniel Bryan and the title. I really thought The Miz was going to be involved. And I really felt like he should have been to some degree. I think he, he's been having a really good couple years. I think they should trust him enough to be a good heel trolling champion. And then maybe if had Daniel Bryan chase him after winning the Rumble or something. But I also wouldn't have wanted Daniel Bryan to win the Rumble. So... I don't know. I was a bit let down that like this whole Daniel Bryan's back after three years and he finally gets a title, but like it wasn't this whole chase. It was just like some match and he kicked the guy in the balls and won. And it was like, really? Like, okay. Like, they feel like they wasted an opportunity to make a WrestleMania moment, but they've also done the WrestleMania moment with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, so but if there's a time where WWE can repeat itself, it's here. The WWE repeating itself? Come on. No. <laughs> They repeat themselves like <clears throat> half this podcast has been about how, <clears throat> excuse me, how the WWE is repeating themselves and we don't like it. If they were to repeat themselves with Daniel Bryan being a journeyman and getting an opportunity, make him go to WrestleMania and make him lose, then turn that motherfucker heel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did that with uh, Nakamura though last year, so yeah, maybe it's not the best thing to do Nakamura, again. Dude. On, I know, honestly, honestly, one thing I want to say about Nakamura, and it really, I've been, I've been thinking about this for weeks, if I wanted to say this or not. Um, you know, there's not many people that was more excited than me. Yeah, you were pretty him coming to for him, you coming, for him coming to the main roster. I love Nakamura, and I still do. But I, I really don't feel him, man. I don't, I'm really not impressed with him and his in-ring work and his run with the WWE. I mean... It was good until he kind of turned heel, and I even is enjoying the heel aspect. But they're not using him. But even when he does wrestle, it's I'm not that entertained. I I, I just find he kind of does the same things yeah. week after week, and there's just no kind of it's just going nowhere for me. It's not doing much for me. But it, partially it's to do with booking. Yeah. But partially it's like I don't know, man. Like. Before, I'd be like, Jay, check out this guy, Nakamura. He's amazing. He's going to blow you away. Like, I wouldn't say that about him now. 
It's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's that's it. You know, we talked about Balor earlier too, right? They're kind of they got to they got to tone it down. They got it. They're restricted. So I try to, you know, that's why I haven't really said much about it because it. But a lot of it has to do with yeah. You're right. It's the WWE, but it's a shame because you know, like we have a U.S. champion who's barely even on the program. So U.S. Championship title. I mean, that's the. It's a sucker's championship, man. Well, it's become. I mean, remember when I, I don't know when Rusev had it was great. Yeah, even, when Rusev you know, had it was great. That was WrestleMania thirty. That's five years ago. Mm. Five years ago. Well, well, I'm pretty sure that he's gonna have to walk away with the, the title. Like, I can't can't see Nakamura making it through this feud, holding onto the title. If they're barely using him, I know they barely use Rusev, but they're barely using him. They're putting him on TV, and they make him keep the title against Rusev, like. You just what the what the hell are they doing? <laughs> Let's end it off on a high note. We're almost over the shit hump of fall and the beginning of winter. And we are heading into Royal Rumble season. We're not that far away. And then from Royal Rumble starts the road to WrestleMania. That's true. I'm excited. I am excited a little bit for TLC too. Uh, you know, there are some interesting matches in there. I want to see how Ronda and Nia face off one-on-one. Um, <laughs> Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Asuka. Yeah. I think this match could be exciting. I don't know in what direction they're going to go into. I feel like Asuka was put into this to kind of take the pin. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, like, now I'm kind of, I'm a little bit more undecided. Just because the way they're building her up a little bit more. Uh, it kind of comes down to this whole Charlotte-Asuka match next week on SmackDown. Now... I do believe that they're going to give Asuka the win next week just because they want to make her look like a threat going into the event. They want to obviously give her a win back after doing the favor to Charlotte. Uh, So that makes me also think that Asuka's not going to win. But, you know, if she doesn't win next week, then there's a possibility. People are thinking that she might be a transitional or she might. I, I don't know. I hope it's not the case. I don't want her being a transitional champion. But I'm excited to watch this match and see see basically what's going on. Uh, and also, the tag team match, man. We're getting the Bar versus the New Day versus the Usos. Jesus Christ, I can watch these guys all the time. So, triple threat for the tag team championship, I'm all down. So, that will be exciting, and I definitely look forward to that match. Well, guys, you can stay tuned to next week. We'll have our prediction show, which will be dope. Yeah. These balls. And that wraps up another episode of Talk Mania. Follow us on Twitter, at underscore Talkamania. Follow us on Twitch. Search Talkamaniacs. That's pretty much all we're at. <laughs> Pod. <laughs> Make sure Pod to me. follow us on Twitch, guys. We're gaming a lot more. Now, Red Dead's gone online, folks. Y'all so, J-Bomb and I are going to be doing some shoot-ups. You got to come join us. Join our posse. Maybe we'll make a Talkamaniacs posse or, or something cool. Let us know. What should we name our posse on Red Dead? That's a cool one. But make sure, do the following. Buy the merch. Be like Jason Broadwell and buy yourself a Takamania shirt. That guy is the man. But sorry, the Becky Lynch is actually the man. But you could be the guy, I guess. The guy. www.prowrestlingtees.com slash Takamania. Check us out. If you're going to WrestleMania, hit us up. You're going to NXT, hit us up. You got tickets to sell for Raw. Hit us up. On behalf of J-Bomb, I'm out of here. Des, say bye-bye. Happy Rusev Day. Suckers walk! Ugh! <laughs> Mashka crush!